The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. It's a guy. I'm Lauren Brickman. And you know what? We're the pop culture professors. That's right. We are. We stand together. Mm-hmm. Smart people, dumb topics. You know it. Yeah. And why do we call ourselves pop culture professors? Would you say? <laughs> would I say? Well, I would say it's because I average about 45 hours of television consumption a week. And I also teach about 45 hours That's a two week. Two full time jobs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I think one plus one equals I am a pop culture professor can have it all well i want to make it clear i don't have a family i don't have (laughs) love in my life i just have a lot of tv and a lot of papers to grade (laughs) that's what i have saying i have no family (laughs) (laughs) i have no family to speak of mean you don't have children (laughs) 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 Uh, well you heard it here folks the day i broke caitlin (laughs) well while i put myself back together we do want you to understand the word that we're using in our title we stand together you know standing means to be an obsessive fan of anything really yes as we have discovered on this show you know it can be anything it can be a celebrity it can be a light fixture it can be absolutely anything and this week i gotta know caitlin what are you standing right now today you know i love this actor forever and he has yet another great show matt barry the Mm. british actor he has a new show called year of the rabbit (laughs) he's got hit after hit after hit folks he's got what we do in the shadows the Mm. it crowd the mighty boosh Toast of London. I love everything he does. I think he's amazing. Wow. He's just, I will watch anything with him. Wow. You know what? I I get that. I'm also standing a man that I love this week. Great. I'm standing Mr. Darcy. Another British man. (laughs) Yeah, another British man. Mr. Darcy, uh, famously from Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, but specifically- Not across as many projects as Matt Barry. (laughs) Well, here's where you're wrong, because there is a wild and wacky world- of Pride and Prejudice variations. We don't call them fan fiction. True. We call them variations, uh-huh. and I am here for each that, and every one of is, them. Yeah. Yeah. I can't honestly tell you how many I've read so far in the year 2020, but it's too many. Variations of Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. What is um one? That is one. Uh, so I'm currently reading one. I'm as in like on the train on the way here. Sure. Uh, I'm reading one where uh the story starts at Pemberley when sure. uh. Elizabeth and her aunt and uncle are on their trip mm -hmm. and she's never met Darcy before and they meet for the first time when she's exploring his woods and he thinks that she's trying to steal one of his puppies. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm reading that right now actively. Okay. But do any of these take place at theme parks? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't yet to find um, another theme park romance, but Ooh, I will find off it. brand for you. I will find it. weird. I love a romance that takes place in a theme park. We will find it. But you know what we're always standing is five-star reviews. Oh, we live off five-star reviews, and we got a hot one fresh off the presses. Uh, Dabney West says, listening to We Stand is like hanging out with your bestie in high school and watching a teen movie. Super fun, comfortable, and a great way to spend an afternoon. Just like their catchy theme song says, Caitlin and Lori... Caitlin and Lori. You said your name wow, wrong. I did. I did say my name wrong. I, I said my own name wrong. Wow. Um, just like their catchy theme song says, Caitlin and Lauren really do take the guilty out of pleasure. <laughs> what does Lori do? <laughs> um, she has a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's going to jail for them. Her name is Lori Laughlin. She will do anything to get her kids into college. That's right. It's another episode in a row where our third host, Lori Laughlin, is not able to be with us. We do apologize. We're going to light a you candle for Lori. On that note, I think after hearing that voice, we got to bring in our guest to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we have an amazing topic, and we've got two amazing experts on the topic. Please welcome to the show, Ken McGraw and Douglas Whitted. Hi. Hi. Hello. While we were while we were over here, I I started a Kickstarter to get Lauren a bird to start a family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Ken will be hitting us up with the deets at the end for <laughs> socials for the bird. He'll be spelling out the URL. <laughs> oh. Can the can it be a parrot that knows how to say my name? If we get to that, that uh, if you. we get that, that high, really if, some, if somebody wants to come in at the producer level, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm really excited. Um, well, we're so excited to have you all here because today's theme is toxic masculinity, mm. an amazing topic. Yeah, we know it well. It's, it's popular. Yeah, and it's a it's a topic you know well because you are the co-authors and co-stars of a musical called. Toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. Now, I'm curious. What is your definition of toxic masculinity? Uh, well, j my definition is going to be different than other people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, my definition of toxic masculinity, I think, would be uh, the aggressive attitude uh, of men having to be depicted in culture and... Uh, you know, just like society now, it's just like the the over aggressive, the having to be manly man type of uh, person. Like mm. that's toxic masculinity to me. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, I would say it's an inauthentic, societally conditioned form of masculinity, oh, uh, where men typically uh, perpetuate negative behaviors mm -hmm. with each other and also aren't allowed to be vulnerable. Wow. Okay, Caitlin. Anything you want to add to your definition? I think they nailed it. Okay. Um, Doug. Doug. 
is Merriam-Webster's, and I'm like Urban Dictionary. Yeah, <laughs> I got mine from the DSM. <laughs> okay, well, because we are the pop culture professors, I do like to fact check on this show, and I did do my homework, and according to the January 2019 New York Times article, What is Toxic Masculinity?, written by Maya Salam, she states that researchers have defined it in part as a set of behaviors and beliefs that include the following suppressing emotions or masking distress, mm. maintaining an appearance of hardness, yes. violence as an indicator of power. Think tough guy behavior. In other words, toxic masculinity is what can come of teaching boys that they can't express emotion openly, that they have to be tough all the time, that anything other than that makes them feminine or weak. Oof. Yeah, we're snapping. We're snapping. Thank you, Maya Salam. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Maya Salam. Thank you, New York Times. Uh, now, on the show, before we get too deep into our topic, we always like to let our listeners know like what gives us street right. cred to dive into this topic. Yeah. So what what makes us all experts enough to be leading today's special topic seminar right. on toxic masculinity? Right. And mine is special this week because yeah. it's a little on the nose. I directed the musical Toxic Masculinity. Wow. More snaps, more snaps. The best, our fearless leader. That's amazing. Now, since all three of you worked on Toxic Masculinity, the musical, by the way, every time you hear us say Toxic Masculinity, the musical, please take a shot. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's pretty, that's that's cool. pretty toxic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Peer pressure. Toxic. toxic. Cool. Yep. Yep. Um, but since you all worked on it, what gave you the credentials to build the show in the first place? Uh, cool. Uh, I I come from toxic I'm from, masculinity. I'm, yeah, when I was born, uh, <laughs> when I was born in the PBR factory, I uh, didn't even cry as a baby. My first breath was like, <laughs> and, it, and it was of a vape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I I grew up at the Jersey Shore. Okay, uh, enough said. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Period. in my hometown, but I, I come from like a very like Guido type of uh, society where mm -hmm. it's just kind of like dancing girls working out like looking good like that and like that is still a lot of places but like i felt like i was in the central hub like i come from like mm. a summer beach town so and i think like it's very much just like yeah you're like you're working on your body for the summer <laughs> october through may wow okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh i feel like i because i went to like a magnet um like arts high school mm -hmm. there was a lot of people actually exploring their emotions yeah. and unpacking that and so i i feel like i had a, a very interesting experience of being like aware of this early on mm -hmm. and um uh, but i i actually have a very early memory of getting punched in the stomach <gasps> and being like don't cry don't cry don't oh. cry in elementary school and I remember that being before I was around other artists yeah. and the culture was like, do not show your feelings. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that's what makes me an expert in it. One yeah. time, uh, quick story. Uh, uh, there was kids outside my house and we were all screwing around and like I got into an argument with one and he punched me in the face and it was my birthday. <laughs> and, I had, and I went into the house and had to take photos with myself in front of a cake crying. Oh <laughs> my God. God. Wait, I bet. I'm sure we all have photos of ourselves crying in front of cakes, right? That's something like that's a rite of passage. I mean, that is I so don't specific. Know that I yes. no, oh. I mean, I've, technically, I've won. Uh, you know what? I have to say, one of the unexpected joys of doing this podcast is all the things I assumed were just things we all did. Right? When you asked yeah. us how many times have we slept in the park? Yeah, <laughs> things like that. When I find out there may be not just things you check off a to do list. 
Hmm, interesting. That's just you're on your unique journey. Yeah. I am. And my unique journey gave me the right to talk about toxic masculinity because I've actually seen the musical wow. Toxic Masculinity. Hell that's yeah. right. I sat through it. I was in the audience. So point Did you me. say sat You through sat it? through it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was there. I sat I through was, it. I was, I was you were on your phone. I was setting I, that I, up for Ken. I was expecting him to not uh, to, to come <laughs> back at me with that one. But. I'm not my character, yeah. Rory. I, yeah, I endured the show. No, it was. I loved it. It was so fun. Thanks. Uh, she got an IV after. I did. Yeah. I did get. No, I was hooked up to an IV during the show. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. I was the woman that, that came was in. Very distracting. Oh, yeah. you yeah. were the person I had to come down yeah. and talk yeah. to. Yeah, there were yeah. special accommodations. It was a miss. Whole. Your drip is too loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Excuse me, do you know that Lori's here?" <laughs> And, and said, everyone was like, and then, and then everyone said, you need to put your shoes back on, miss. Yeah. Oh. Which, you know, is said to me at least four times a day. <laughs> um, I also feel like I'm an expert because I'm just like a living, breathing human. True. And I think anyone alive today has experienced a lot of toxic masculinity. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's an yeah. unfortunate truth. But today... We're not here to like drag toxic masculinity. No, we're having to have fun with it. <laughs> we're here to have fun yeah. with it. We're here to have fun with it. We're here to play with it. We're here to pinch its chubby little cheeks and uh, just giggle with it a little. It's about time. All right. Well, let's take a break. I okay. Think. <laughs> you know, let everything sink in and we'll come back and have that fun. <laughs> Okay, we are <laughs> waiting for Lauren to be alive. We just stretched. Immediate choke. <laughs> oh, hold on. Go back. Ooh. All right. God bless. God bless. We stand water. Okay. Okay, we are back. Are you guys ready to play a game? Yeah. Mm. Let's do it. A game we call the toxiest place on earth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to describe a toxic masculine character from a Disney musical. Oh boy. And you are going to sing a line from the character's song to answer. You're playing together, not against each other. Okay, okay. Uh, and we need to shout out to Ben Farha, yeah, always for helping create this game. <laughs> <laughs> License Ben Farha. Uh, so, all right, let's get into it. First one. Rebuked by the town bookworm, this chauvinistic character leads a mob to kill her new boy. No one's big ass Gaston. No one's up as Gaston. And no one ever Gaston. I'll say it now. Nailed it. Maybe my favorite Disney character. Yeah. Yeah. He's my. I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen you two playing twin Gastons yet. Uh, I mean, there it's still there's still time. Yeah. Yeah. CC Michael Hartney. Yeah. Let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Also, Gaston is not the villain in that film. Wow, <laughs> the Beast is. Okay, well, wow. defending the no, toxic well, I didn't character. I he was a villain. I'm just saying he's a toxic masculine character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Beast kidnaps her and the father. I'm saying every man in that <laughs> movie yeah. is toxic. Yeah, the Beast is not very Lumiere. toxic. Oh yeah, not Lumiere. Mr. Me Too movement. <laughs> He's got issues, but I don't think toxic masculine. Just they each have their stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never yeah. trust the, the cans. Well, even, yeah, never <laughs> trust even Chip. It's like, come on, yeah. come on, Chip. <laughs> How old are you, really? All right, next one. <laughs> Believing he's an overlooked little brother, this toxic character sets a trap for his brother and nephew that leads to his ascension as king. Never gonna die. Never gonna die. Every look, I'm um, standing in the spotlight. 
This military commander expels a talented soldier from the army when their real identity is revealed. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. We are three for three. The character's name is Li Shang, voiced by B.D. Wong, Donny Osmond, and in the Chinese versions, Jackie Chan. Yes. That is a complex man. All, Le- Le- that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, totem, yeah. the totem pole of that character is <laughs> incredible. Shout out to Donny Osmond. <laughs> he shows up in the most unexpected places. <laughs> Under mask. Yeah, mask singer. <laughs> Did he win? No. No, don't but bring I, that up to his I, face. <laughs> I don't think he's ready to talk about that yet. I can't wait till it's tell all. Well, you and me both, kid. All right. Three out of three. Let's keep going. An aspiring ruler who helps a local teen girl hook up with her crush in exchange for her voice. Uh, <laughs> poor unfortunate souls, it's here. I'm an octopus. That- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's Ursula, a woman ding, ding, being ding, toxic ding, masculine. Ding. We love that. She's breaking the glass ceiling. That's it. Shattering that. it. She's inspiring to me. Honestly. All right. You guys are four for four. This wow. is the last one. Holy common. Shit. Finally, the toughest one. Uh-oh. A group of friends use a young woman to clean their house and leave her alone, <laughs> leaving her vulnerable to an enemy undercover as a peddler. Whistle while you work. That's right, seven dwarfs. You are on blast. Can you name them off your top of your head? Almost certainly not. Dopey. Sleepy. Sneezy. Sneezy. Doc. That's a challenging one. How many? That's four? Alvin, <laughs> Simon, Theodore, Seven, Seven, uh, Vin Diesel, uh, <laughs> um, Comet, and Cupid, Prancer, and I Trent. Can we, I can we notice, like, yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy, Kyle. Yeah. Jimmy works oh. at the docks. Fucking Kyle. Was, Kyle always says he's gonna get dinner ready, but he never does. Yeah, there were a lot more dwarfs originally. Uh, so, guys, you got a hundred percent on the Oh quiz. yeah, we out here. You are a hundred percent. Toxic. Did you expect anything less? Uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, I'm excited to have two such studied experts in your field here today, because as anyone who's ever hired me to teach at a school knows from reading my teaching philosophy, I believe we as teachers and professors should remain students for our whole life. And so today I've brought in a thesis, but I'm asking you all to help me check my work okay. uh, and make sure that, you know, I really understand uh, the terminology. And so today I am presenting to you my thesis to all the fuck boys I've loved before. Oh boy. My top five favorite fuck boys of television. Oh, right. Now, is this really a thesis? I'm not sure. Should we call it an examination, a mm. love note, a defense, an apology? It's unclear. But what I do know is we're going to deep dive into my top five favorite fuck boys. And we're going to find out if I'm using the word fuck boy correctly. Okay. There we basically. go. Um, but before we dive into my top five, I would love to hear from you both. What is a fuck boy? 
And please explain this to my mom specifically, who I know is listening. <laughs> and I know my mom is going, what's a fuck boy, Lauren? What's a fuck boy? A fuck boy is a guy who puts on the guise of trying to actually date you, mm. has sex with you, and then says, I got what I wanted and pieces the fuck out. A fuck boy okay. is a a fuck boy is a is a guy who treats women like shit but calls his mother twice a day. Okay. Okay, now so f- for me to fully understand fuckboy, does he have to only want to fuck you? Like are you eliminated from the list if you are open to the possibility of dating but you're just not very good at it? Like, you know what I mean? Like where does a fuckboy end? They are terrified of intimacy, okay. which is what makes them a fuckboy because they're comfortable with mm. physical intimacy, but they're not comfortable with emotional intimacy. Okay. So you, in order to be a fuckboy, you have to be absolutely terrified of your emotions. <gasps> okay. And then, and but also like plowing all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Like you have every dating app open. Yeah. And you're you keep them even when you are texting girls like you're you're texting girls and then going back to the apps and just getting more numbers. And <sighs> wow, I am unsure if I've actually chosen fuckboys or not based on this definition. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, Danny I, Tanner. Yeah, well, and gonna... there's also a cultural element to yeah. the fuckboy yeah. who you're kind of a shitty like hype beast. Like yeah. you wear stuff that you're like, I think I'm supposed to be wearing this. Mm-hmm. And fuckboys have like you know me- medium fade like tight fade hair yeah. and stuff, yeah. and they love. Like certain rappers, you know, like uh, like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci, Gucci. what's his name, Lil Pump. Yeah, they like uh, fuckboys love Lil Pump and triplet rap. Like, wow. Yeah, all that they, stuff. They also, excuse me. Um, like fuckboys are people who, <laughs> who think essentially like they're influencers, but no one's watching. Okay. Mm. It's uh, it's one of those things where it's like you'll see like they wear a lot of bracelets and okay. expensive hats and shit like that, where it's like. Where are you going? It's like, oh, I'm just going to Trader Joe's. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like, who, oh, like, who are you trying? Yeah. Always trying to impress someone just to, just so when they in, ask you a question, you can be like, yeah, I'm, I'm better than you in a way. Okay. Yeah. I did. I So when I was doing my homework assignment for today, I went to Urban Dictionary, like okay. a really hip, cool uh, yeah. person. And their definition is similar to what y'all are saying, but it's a little different. On Urban Dictionary, the most like favorited uh, definition of fuckboy was uh, the word fuckboy is commonly used to describe someone who greatly believes in themselves to be of a higher social standing and have better appearance and is better able to in- obtain any romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. That was their um, their definition, which is you know I that's think that's good, yeah, yeah pretty in line. Okay, when so, I wrote, when I wrote that, I uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, Ken, I brought you here today to be like, yeah. why are you spending so much time writing these definitions on Urban Dictionary? I'm a staff writer for Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have benefits? Man. Congrats. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not a contractor, but oh, the benefits wow. package is incredible. Sweet. Okay. Uh, okay. So here's the deal. I'm going to take you through the list of my top favorite fuckboys. Uh, before I tell you who they are, I'm going to play an audio clip and see if anyone in this room can. And guess who they are i'm assuming caitlin knows all of these i have no idea if you guys are going to know any of these uh, before i start the list i will preface this uh spike from buffy should be on this list but i felt like i've already talked about him uh too much in previous episodes wow. huge self-control so i left him he was disqualified i disqualified him uh but so just know he just should DM be here, her it's thoughts. such a good fuckboy name though spike, yes. spike, it is. Ten out spike. Ten. it felt wrong but i i, I had to stop myself for the first time in my life. All right. Uh, play the audio clip for my top five favorite fuckboy. Guitar. Yeah. It's a guitar. I 
<laughs> Just so we're all clear, this is a very earnest performance. Right. Um, this isn't humorous at all. Uh, a clue, it's from a short-lived but popular 90s teen drama. This character uh, was portrayed by a man who would go on to have a very successful band and a very successful acting career. Um, I know Kayla knows who it is, but... This is definitely like something that took place like in the South. I hear that twang. Interesting. Okay. I, I Well, if you listen to me, he was just like, and I was like, oh. It was the 90s though, so just keep oh, that in mind. Yeah. Everyone can right. talk like that. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of like suburbia house party, but at uh, the end of the night. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was too cool to be seventh heaven, I think, though. A hundred percent correct that it's too cool. You too guys are cool. feeling your way. Yeah, yeah. I love that you're, you're getting, getting warmer and warmer. Yeah. I, I don't know who it is, but it was this, full this, fuck boy. This was, yeah. a, this was like a WB show, wasn't it? Or something like close. that? Close. It's, it's very close. Uh, this is, I had to start with this one because I believe that there is no better fuck boy to help us dive into talking about fuckboys than Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life, yeah. played by Jared Leto. Who oh, wow. I, I believe if I understand fuckboys- The fuck best boy, joker? Yeah. So I believe if I understand fuckboys correctly, not only did he play a fuckboy on TV, but he is actually a fuckboy in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? It helps. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because, you know, for those who don't know Jordan Catalano, um, my evidence to defend why I believe he's a fuckboy is that he can get you a fake ID- Cool. He was in a band called the Frozen Embryos. Jesus, Jesus Christ. He smokes cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he smokes cigarettes and often puts Visine in his eyes. Okay. Um <laughs> He's getting high off the cigarettes. Yeah. He um he his love interest, uh, which was name who was named Angela Chase, played by Claire Danes, mm. said that it always looked like it like hurt him to like look at things. Um that was like in a voiceover once. Uh he really loves his car. Uh, he is afraid of commitment and cheated on his love interest with her best friend. Uh, he experienced major trauma. Um, and he pretty much every episode wore a black choker necklace. (laughs) That's a fuck boy. That's a fuck boy, right? Full blown. Full blown fuck boy. Um, now here's my problem. Um, but he's hot and I would still fuck him. Is yeah. that, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So that, that's a thing. That all lines up. You know what? Cause I feel like a lot of people go after fuck boys cause it's like, I can tame him. Right. They think mm. they can fix him or they're attracted to the fact that it's no commitment and they themselves have a fear of intimacy. Wow. Yeah. I'll also say that we are pre fuck boy era in this reference, yes. right? 90s. In the 90s. So I would say this is the era of the douchebag. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is that's this a is, great this is, this academic. Is, this wow. is PT. Yeah. This is pre-toxic. Wow. So so you would say like is the douchebag the prototype for the fuckboy? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what wow. it is because fuckboys are a little on to the fact you're on to them. Yeah. Yep. And they're con- but but Jordan Catalano had no idea. He no. had no self awareness. Right. No. I also say um, Jordan Catalano is the only person on this list who's not super privileged. And one of my questions about fuckboys is it seems like. Is privilege a part of being a fuckboy? I don't think so. No, no I okay. don't think so. I think anybody can be a fuckboy if wow. you try hard enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because I just noticed after I completed my list, I said, "Wow, every guy on this list is super, super rich, except Jordan Catalano." Hmm. But maybe that's because he's yeah, a, and then I wonder, shows. is it because he's actually a douchebag and not a fuckboy? Interesting. Could be. I think fuckboy spans class. I do think that. 
there are a lot of posturing for mm. fuckboys yeah. who pretend that they have more money than they, they do. do. Yep. So there's the potential that some of these rich ones are feigning rich. There's the wow. potential. There is. There's also a bunch of like subcategories. I think like if we're if we're looking at like a like a chart like a bracket of like if fuckboy is the top and it breaks off into like douchebag asshole <laughs> sarcastic it's like wow. it's kind of like the family tree it's like we're all, we're all linked to fuck not we're all but like right. you know, we're all, all linked yeah we're all linked to fuckboys yeah. but um and then like it just kind of branches off into like wow i can't believe we got to fuckboy from fuckboy to here wow mm-hmm. okay well let me let me play you my number 4 okay. cool, cool, cool. i love this you think they can sense our sexual tension <laughs> wouldn't i sense it oh ouch <laughs> is that well this is gonna be in this, the 90s right no, no? this is actually wait, wait, the only I'm... character currently on tv is this john ham's character from Mad Men? no well, their voice is similar though i actually. can get where I, I get where you're getting that vibe can i hear it one more time yeah i want to hear it 18 more times sense our sexual tension wouldn't i sense it oh ouch delightful there's a baby there. I heard. There's uh, uh-huh. a. They're in and out. They're going to an elevator. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. It's uh It's it's from a currently airing television show. One of the longest running television shows in television history. Doctor Who. Uh, there oh, are doctors. Oh, 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 Grey's Anatomy. It is from Grey's Anatomy. Um, and That's it is Patrick Dempsey. No, no, he's it's dead. Not. He is very dead. Spoiler. Um, yeah, no. Uh, this is one that I I had a feeling. Um, you guys probably would know. And this is really just for me. Um, this is like <laughs> this is my current fuckboy crush. Uh, it is Greg Germain playing the role of Tom Karasik, and uh, <laughs> a character no one but me thinks about. I think uh, <laughs> maybe. But uh, my my evidence for why he's a fuckboy, but let me know, because I do have some questions. Uh, he does sleep around. Yep. And he talks about the fact that he sleeps around. Uh, he's not shy from praising his own skills. He has taken credit for uh, the sur- surgical skills of female uh, doctors that he has like mentored. Uh, he does not give a fuck if you're married or engaged. If he thinks you're hot, he will still flirt. He has experienced trauma. Uh, I don't remember if he's talked much about his car, but it seems like something he would be interested in. Uh, if someone listening uh, can remember whether or not he cares, let me know. Um, he has a lot of money. Uh, he's smart. Uh, here's one of the things that's confusing about this guy is we meet this character as a full blown adult, right? <laughs> Everyone else on my list is a teenager. Got it. <laughs> uh, this is a man. And so I wonder, and I ask you two experts, are like, when does one age out of being a fuck boy? Can you age out of being a fuck boy? And um, yeah, what do you think? Based on this evidence. Is so he the, and he's single or is he just actively he's cheating? He's single. He's single. He's been single the entire time. And he's yeah. a doctor in his like 30s or 40s. In his late 40s. Late, late, late 40s. 40s. I don't think he's a fuck boy. I okay. think he's a shitty man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah. What's I the, where's that. the line? Where's the line between a fuck boy and just like a shitty man? Uh, thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. That's the cutoff. That's okay. that's the cutoff right yeah. there. When wow. you when you start getting salt and pepper on the sides, you got yeah. a shitty man. You, you got, got an salt and pepper on the sides. <laughs> okay, that sounds fair. So wow. Tom Tom Krasik 
you are not a fuck boy, but I would. Congrats! I way. would love to play your wife. Can uh, I just okay. say one thing about that clip? Yeah. The the presence of the baby <laughs> makes it that much shittier. Yeah. The fact that he's like, "Hey, I'm a snoop in on this woman in front of a baby." baby. Like, is, is, I is it her it. baby? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're just in a crowded elevator, oh. and he like. But there catheter. are several children involved. But yeah. she has in kids. She's a widow. She's a widow. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a no. He's also a widow though. We find no, oh, no, he's not, no, he's not no, a widow. Divorced. His, nope. it's divorced. his child passed away. His child died. Yeah. Oh, oh, compassion. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Well, that's, if that's, your character in Grey's Anatomy, you got to just find the yeah. tragedy. Well, right. that is something that like I, I figured out was a pattern. Every one of the fuck boys that I put on this list had experienced some major trauma. Yeah. For Jordan Catalano, he had been beaten by his father. For mm-hmm. Tom Karasik, he lost his son. So trauma does seem to be part of. But now I'm finding out that so far. I don't think I found a fuckboy because Jordan Connellano is a douchebag and Tom Karasik is just a bad man. Yeah. All right. These are great uh, names. I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, right, these are both going. two good names. All right. Give me clip number three. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, we've decided that we'd, uh, we'd rather surf and study today. You want to come with? Duncan will promise to take his shirt off. Is that sweet in the pot? <laughs> to make you horny? I love how intently everyone's listening to this. What's the matter? Aren't you your mother's daughter? Now there was a woman who could drink. What is she up to nowadays? Maybe she'll join us. Everyone's faces are aghast right now. Alright, any idea who this might be? Uh, yeah, I don't think we need to discuss it much <laughs> once they guess. Um, I have no idea. I I don't. Well, first, th- I feel like this, does it take place at like a beach? It is in a beach is town. Oh, not the sure. OC. Uh, no, but good vibes. I mean, so, like that's Fox, of the, of the era. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you some clues about this character. Yeah. Uh, he sleeps around. Oh boy. Uh, he loves his car. He loves to party. He's smart, but doesn't take school seriously. Super rich, had major trauma. He can occasionally be violent, but he's super hot and very funny. Oh. (laughs) You know, it really makes him stand out from the rest of the guys on the list. Really uh, specific discerning qualities. (laughs) No, fuck. This character is also now after the reboot, dead. Oh, there's God. a reboot. Yeah, the, well, the actor's dead or the character's dead. The character, dead? the character's okay. been killed off. It was a continuation. Can we get another hint. Um, Kristen Bell was the star of this show. <laughs> That's most shows, though. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I said it because it could be a couple. I don't know. I don't All know. Right. Uh, it was Logan Eccles from the TV show Veronica Mars. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. Wait. Doesn't Kareem Abdul Jabbar write for that he show? He wrote now? for season four. Yeah. He Whoa. Wrote for the, for the, Did he the, kill him off? I I personally <laughs> I personally blame Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I've sent many letters. I've got no responses. I'm to him. Upset. Get, mm-hmm. We need to get him on the pod. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kareem, please come, come be on, on the, the show. pod. Let's make up. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I think we all we're all on the same page that that was a fuckboy clip, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's just yeah. a fuckboy. Right. Yeah. That's just a fuckboy. Yeah. But the cool thing about him is oh we got to watch him become not a fuckboy. But what do you call a reformed fuckboy? Do you have a name for someone who was a fuckboy but grew up, joined the Navy, and decided he wanted commitment but then gets blown up? Is there a term for that? <laughs> I like the term refor- reformed uh, fuckboy. Is that is that enough? Is I, it would, just... I would say, wait, he joined the Navy? Like, or something like that. I yeah. call, I, I, we call, I think that's a veteran. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we call it someone we respect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. I'm really getting schooled. My ass is getting. My ass well, is. That's getting what you're here for. You said you're a lifetime today. learner. No, I'm here to learn, and I am becoming a better, more open person. Okay. Uh, hit <laughs> clip number two. Thus, I mean, take away the sex, and we have no relationship. I don't know. Some kind of communication breakdown. The question is, is it fixable? Are you willing to f forget everything that happened in the last few weeks? I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's gore. Yeah. So, uh... Anyone recognize that or have any? Is this like One Tree Hill? No, it's like it. No it way. laid the foundation. This show walked so, so One run. Tree Hill could run. Yeah. Um, so uh, no Tree Hill. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is. Uh, this might be ground zero for fuckboys. <laughs> uh, Dylan McKay from Beverly Hills yeah. 90210. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. That He's predates Ryan Cabrera, yeah. which I always felt like was ground zero for fuckboys. Yeah. Well, this is because, but your point earlier about yeah. Jordan Catalano being a douchebag, I hear you, but Dylan is, I don't think Dylan's a douchebag. No, I think he uh, shows no. emotion. I, I totally agree with Ken. I actually don't think he's afraid of emotional intimacy. Interesting. Interesting. This one. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he, he's got too much. Okay. With too many ladies. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Like he people did, loved him, right? Like he. Yeah. So he but I don't famously think it's just sexual. He famously uh, got into a very, very famous uh, love triangle between Brenda Walsh and Kelly Taylor, uh, a, a, a love triangle that's still going on today, as far as I know. Uh, it's never been settled, uh, but was constantly, um, you know, getting in over his head and like finding reasons to back out and there were terrifying episodes where he'd scream in the faces of the woman he loved. Well, sometimes yeah. he was oh, on the side of a cliff. Aggressive. Yeah, he was very aggressive. He loved his car. He was rich. He was smart but didn't take school seriously and experienced a lot of trauma. So The screaming and the car thing are yeah. taking it into another territory okay. for me yeah. okay. of okay. like a, abuse. Like <laughs> it sounds like a, sounds like an abusive man. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I have maybe gotten fuckboys and abusers confused. Yeah. Like fuck. Interesting. It's important. Like, like there could fuck be an app. you boy. You're not a That's fuck a boy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's an important life lesson we're learning. Yeah. All I right. Think, but it's a yeah. very, very much a Venn diagram between the fuck boy and the abuser. Like it's yeah. abusive to not communicate with someone you've been on dates with. Yeah. But to scream in someone's face. Yeah, you can't do that. Make theirs into abusive yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though like the screaming is like I'm not screaming at you, I'm screaming because I don't know how to handle my feelings. Yeah, uh, I think it's that's different. It's, it's oh, one of those, oh, there's also like yeah. the guys who like they won't scream, but they'll like punch a hole in a wall. Yeah. Like, it's like the, it's like those are like the same type of person mm, that like yeah. wouldn't call this the a fuckboy. I would just say yeah, like rageaholics. Right. And that's toxic masculinity because instead of feeling their feelings and like crying it out. They're punching things. Yeah. Okay. Fear becomes anger. Yeah. I'll never forget when I was younger, my mom was watching a Lifetime movie. Yeah. And a guy got so pissed off, he like went into the garage and just started chucking darts at the bo at the dartboard. Mm -hmm. And my I mom went. Seen this film. And my mom went. Oh, you know he's pissed because he's she's throwing darts. And I'm like, and that has stuck with me to this day. Where it's like, <laughs> if you I? have a dartboard and you're pissed and you're gonna th you're gonna throw darts. Wow. Okay. And There's okay. worse things to do. 
Okay. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. he's definitely toxic, but he wasn't actually a fuck boy. He's like a rageaholic. It sounds like. Mm. Mm. We'll have to we'll have to get that Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that like, the notes. Cite your source. I'm gonna have to think about it. I just I love Dylan McKay so much though, but thinking of him as an abuser is really making me well, think about a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, there, and there's a reboot, right? <sighs> Oh, it's a long. It's a long. We gotta, we gotta okay, in. sorry. We gotta I opened up a, a whole can of we'll, worms. We'll, we'll we'll talk off off mic about okay. that because okay. there's a lot going on there. Uh, unfortunately, Dylan McKay is not in the reboot because we lost Luke Perry. Oh, so that um, was played. He was played by Luke Perry. It, yeah, Dylan McKay, famously played by Luke Perry, who I don't think was toxic no. at all. No, 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 no never heard anything, anything about him. Want to crazy? What that means? He that's how good of an actor he was. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! That's that shows how good an actor Yeah, I actually think, with the exception of. Jared Leto, all of the men on this list in real life are non-toxic and they all play toxic. And I think that's part of why you like them still. Yeah. Fun. But I, I yeah. It's because you identify with with the actor. You you, you separate the art from the artist, no. I guess. No. No, I don't think so. Okay, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> We're doing a lot of deep diving on my psyche and what I like on the show. And yeah. I, this is for me. I don't think that this will be your number one fuckboy because I don't think you watched this show. Okay. But I'm waiting to hear it and if it isn't, I I, I want to bring up. Oh, somebody who don't worry. There's oh, time for have, us all to bring up our favorite fuck boys. Okay. Fuck boys coming. Oh, oh yeah. I can't wait. Um, all right, play my clip of my favorite fuck boy. Hey, I know you. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. I'm seeing a uniform of some sort. Uh, night tag repayment. I've bartended for you for your parties. That's right. You have. You're a talented man. He makes a kick-ass margarita. <laughs> Thanks. It's good to see you again. What's your name? Marty. Uh, this is Rory. Hi. So. Assuming your services are still for hire this year, your financial situation hasn't changed at all? Nope. Good. Okay, I'll give you a call. Where are you living now? Brantford. Oh, excellent. Brantford. All right. Good run into you. Excellent shirt, really. I can see what you see in him. Don't be an ass, Colin. Me? Never. I'm a friend to all people large and very, very small. <laughs> you hear that? You hear, him put, you hear him put that really? down for Can't being see small? Why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any guesses? Any ideas? This is obviously high school, right? One would think, uh, not far off. This is probably freshman year of college. Yeah, it's not Melrose Place. No, no absolutely but thank not. Thank you for just saying Melrose. Place. Yes. <laughs> can we loop that one back? Yeah, let's yeah, loop okay. back. back. Okay. <laughs> hey, I know you. Wait, wait, wait! Don't tell me. I'm seeing a uniform of some sort. Uh, night tag repayment. <laughs> I've bartended for you for your parties. That's I right. You Ken's have. just You're memorizing the dialogue. <laughs> 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 Thanks. It's good to see you again. What's your name? I've never Marty. Seen students study so uh, hard. This is Rory. Hi. So, assuming <gasps> your services are still for hire this year, your financial situation they, hasn't changed at all. For the listener, okay. the students' eyes are closed. Brantford. They're meditating. Oh, excellent, Brantford. They're like right. really deep diving. They're taking this seriously. Excellent shirt, really. I can These see what you've seen him. Don't be Cranford. Never. I'm a friend to all people, large and. Is Cranford in California? No. No, Connecticut? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah so still don't know. Cranford, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Connecticut. So I'm thinking, like, oh, Cranford, uh, <laughs> Connecticut, Rory, mm-hmm. Marty. Mm-hmm. What fucking show is this? <laughs> this is like a rich white people show. It's a oh, rich, it's yes. 100% a rich white person show. Seven. No. This is a Buffy. It's not Buffy. Buffy, because Buffy takes place where? Like Colorado or something like that? California. Sunnyvale, California. Yep. Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale. Uh, what is it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's Gilmore Girls, oh. and the character is Logan Huntsberger, 
And these are all fuckboy names. I'll tell you yeah. right now. They're yeah. fuckboy right? names. I was going to say, this is Thank the second you. Logan that we've had out of yes. five. And last week we discussed Succession, which has a Logan. That <gasps> yeah. name is not doing well in uh, media. No. If you're a Logan and you're a good person, come, come, come through. Come through. Logan from Babysitter's Club, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Logan from the Babysitter's Marian's Club, holding it down. Um, yeah, so here's my here's the evidence against Logan. He's rich, he's smart, but doesn't take school seriously. Uh, he, you know, has a devil-may-care attitude. He spends most of the first season he's on the show telling Rory why he can't be with her because he doesn't do commitment. And then, uh, but eventually does commit to her and ends up in a long-term relationship. Uh, so he definitely... I think starts off as a fuck boy, but doesn't stay a fuck boy. Do they ever break up while they're in the relationship and get back together? They do. Why do they break up? Oh, there's a couple of reasons. I think they, they break up. Here's the thing though. Here's what's, here's the hard part <laughs> about go. Logan. When we meet him again in the reboot, okay, fuck these reboots. They keep fucking with shit. Uh, he is in a committed relationship, but he's still occasionally sleeping with his college girlfriend. Okay, that's a fuck boy. Yeah, that's a fuck boy. That's a fuck boy. Yeah. We got a diagnosis. Yeah. All right, we, got, we have a, a diagnosis. Now, he went full fuck boy. He went full fuck boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how far out of college is this? Uh, they're like our age, and by our age, it means so two years somewhere in two there. years out of college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a fuck no, uh, they're in their late. They're like in their early thir- late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, <laughs> fuck boy. Early twenties. Yeah, yeah, fuck boy. Okay. All right, so um, wow. Okay, so how do you feel about the results, Lauren? I'm, I'm. It's inter- it, like the whole douchebag versus fuckboy thing is really interesting, and like it's a fine line. It, there is a fine line, and right. how like fuckboy, you know, it's a term that I knew was more of like today, but like it really also defines a person of today, yeah, like mm-hmm. or like yeah. not of today, but like of a different. In the 90s, you weren't a fuckboy. There were different... No, right. Toxic not, not masculinity usually. was being displayed in a different yep. way. Yep. Yes. Toxic masculinity has had a re- evolution. And the reason both Logans on this list are fuckboys, or start out as fuckboys at least, are because these are shows that came out in the 2000s, right? So yeah. around yeah. the evolution... You were saying like the Ryan Cabrera yeah. ground patient zero. Totally. 06, 07, I yeah. feel is when yeah. we started to meet the fuckboy. And that was also the rise of Facebook too. I feel like yeah, social, social media, media and fuckboy culture Your image, projecting your image. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's social wow. media started the fuckboy. Right. Wow. The ego versus the deeper eye, you know? Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. I think on that note, we gotta take I gotta a break. I gotta take a break. <laughs> Okay. We are back. Wow. Heady stuff. Yeah. And we're going to just keep talking about more toxic fuckboys. Let's do it. Um, And in the second game, we call Don't You Know That You're Toxic? (laughs) (laughs) So, Doug and Ken, we want to get to know you. Your musical focuses on Gavin and Trent, America's best fuckboys. And before the break, we learned a lot about what makes a fuckboy a fuckboy. Uh, according to history, fuckboys really flourished and came to their own in the early aughts, capitalizing on their toxic masculinity. We want to know which of these fuckboys, I'm going to give you many names, Gavin and Trent would be bros with. Oh. Mm. To help us, we're going to use lyrics from uh, uh, many a fuckboy's girlfriend, Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the name. If your characters would hang out with this person, you're going to say, you're toxic, I'm slipping under. <laughs> If they would not, you'd say you say 
I'm stronger than yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm toxic. I'm slipping under. You're toxic. You're I'm toxic. Slipping I'm slipping under. under. Or I'm, I'm stronger than, than yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Of note, stronger and toxic. Both videos directed by Joseph Kahn, the director of Torque, a very toxic masculine oh, yeah. movie. Oh. Is Jason Statham? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I never saw Torque. I've well, never seen it. You've seen, if you've seen those isn't videos, that, isn't that like his heart rate needs to stay above a certain? No, it's a, it's like Fast and Furious with a motorcycle. Fuck Maybe it's yeah. not Jason Statham, but no. it's a sim. You know. so, honestly, sounds fucking cool. I'll watch right. it on the ride home. We're okay. gonna hit it. We're gonna Let's hit. Find so out who I'm gonna give you some names. You You're gonna say, All right. "You're toxic." I'm slipping under, or I'm stronger than yesterday. Okay. All right. So, would Gavin and Trent hang out with? Ryan Cabrera. You're toxic. I'm slipping under. Hell yeah. So what would they love about Ryan? Who's already come up? His hair. No, his hair. He's fucking (laughs) dope. Honestly, it's like, they would hang out with anybody who's on Cameo. Yeah. He's got a sick sense of style, too. Yeah. They go shopping and like fucking go get like highlights and lowlights and shit. Well, what about this fuckboy? What about Spencer Pratt? Uh, I'm stronger than yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah okay. Fair. Yeah. They're done with Fair. Spencer. Yeah, yeah. He's too, too much. Get no. out of here, Spencer Pratt. He, he, he'd be someone who'd be like, oh, we're going to a party. And it's like, Spencer's going. And he's like, oh, I'm not going. I'm going right, to I think you're going to fucking drag him home. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 boys, away boys don't fight. want a chore. Too much work? Mm, Interesting. Right. That's right. great. It's okay. already a chore enough being one. Yes. Okay. Okay. What about James Franco? Stronger than yesterday. Wow. That's just problematic okay. as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. it's yeah. too much. He's yeah. too on the side of problematic. Also, totally. He's the type of person where it's like you're trying to like have fun and you'll be talking to a bunch of girls. Yeah. And then he'll be like, Oh, look what I painted today. Like, come on, it, bro. Just yeah, is yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. Well, fuck. now that we've opened up this can of worms about what a fuck boy is, is James Franco a fuck boy or is he worse than a fuck boy? Uh, uh he's like he's like a fuck man. Yeah. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, okay. he's just awful. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, right. talented actor. Yeah, awful man. Awful yeah. human. Okay, yeah. not the first time that's happened. No. All right. What about Wilmer Valderrama? You're toxic. <laughs> I'm slipping under. Yo, dude, that guy's funny as fuck. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Now, he always dated a very young gal. Yeah. Yes. Because how? What was the age gap between him and Demi? 27 years. No, is it? I thought, well, he, no. no, he wasn't. Was he ever with Mila Kunis? No. No. No, no, because no, that was Ashton Kutcher. He but was with Mandy still, Moore. Mandy, Mandy Moore, Moore, that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Lindsay Lohan, I believe, is yes. now, I think, Ashley Simpson. Yes. And when it was Mandy Moore, they was more age appropriate. No, no, not really. How I mean, old is their he? Their age difference isn't that yeah. crazy, but it's more like he was 28 and she was like 17. Yeah. You know, so it's like 11 years isn't a big difference. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Later. I have a question. But. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, what, like, if, if he w- is from America, if, if him doing that voice is that problematic? Like for Fez, for Fez, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say yeah, because it's fuck definitely boy. fuck boys it's love definitely that shit. Exaggerated, yeah. And Fez, yeah. let's not forget, stands for foreign exchange student. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, not his boy. name. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he didn't write it. He I didn't mean, write it. he didn't and direct it. And it is a, 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 a poking at a certain time. Fez? Yeah. yeah. Fez is spelled F E S, not F E Z. Uh, I, I, I can't verify it's that immediately, student. but that is yeah. why they call him that. 
It's like Alf alien yeah. life form. <laughs> right. Except not Did wonderful. Did you say Alvin alien life form? <laughs> no. Alf. That's just a human alien <laughs> life form. Did you say alien ant form? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, stop bringing yeah. up alien <laughs> ant form. <laughs> wow, kid, <laughs> you <laughs> are <laughs> a fuckboy, aren't you? Uh, sorry, did someone say alien ant form? Wow. He's just always listening to alien ant form. All right, so Wilmer's kind of both. All right, we don't know. Well, what about Jamie Kennedy? Uh, <laughs> I'm stronger than yesterday. I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. You guys want to hang out with him? No, I heard he was mean to someone in an elevator once. If I could oh wow, well, that's oh, it. Okay. And we are seeing yeah. what Gavin and Trent would right. do. Oh, and where yeah. did he go? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. He don't leave us hanging. Right. <laughs> well, and it's like even though he's not like Hollywood, Hollywood famous anymore, it's like he could still do stuff. Does yeah. He have I think a- he- just made a lot of money doing Ghost Whisperer and I'll like t- chilled out. I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. he's the type of person where you see them be like, yo, let's do some, let's hang out. And then you'll text them and then you'll never get a response. Yep. Wow. Um, right. Big time, yeah. Yeah, he'll That's big true. time you. All right. For being a fucking Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> All right. Speaking of big timers, let's talk about Britney's ex himself, Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say a different ex, but uh, for JT. A toxic, you're slipping under. Might as well have fun with JT. JT. Yeah, you know he's why? Fun. We love the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. yeah. And dude can dance. Yeah. 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 He's good. Yeah. And also, and JT will get you in really cool places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like, think that's yeah. true. He'll be like, hey, Ludacris is having a party tonight. I'm bringing you. And I say, that's yeah. Luda. And he'll go, no, no, no. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. And then he'll invite us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Also, I think he can get himself home. Yeah. Yeah, I feel confident he'll yeah. take care he's of himself. He's got money. He, sure. he get a car. He's an upper echelon fuck He's boy. a driver yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah. He's married to Jessica Alba. Beal. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the hand-holding thing. Come on, yeah. dude. What the hell was that? Wait, he, there are photos oh. of him like offset holding hands with a co-star that were suspect. Who's so, the co-star? I don't remember. Oh, There's someone I hadn't heard of before. And know. he apologized like profusely, but still, like, what are you Wasn't doing? Great. You're Wasn't Justin great. Timberlake. You know, Is there's that, a camera on you at all times. That's that's why that's how Robin Thicke's marriage ended, right? Yeah. It was a picture of him in a club, and he was grabbing a girl's ass, but didn't realize the photo was taken in front of a mirror, so you could see it. And then uh, his like, wife left him. Paul. Uh, yeah. right. well, what maybe, about... maybe I'm stronger than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's the next one. What about Nelly? Uh, yeah. You're yeah. toxic. I'm slipping under. under. I have to keep remembering the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it every yeah, time. Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. Yeah. The, fir- the first rap song I ever learned was Ride With Me, like right. completely off book down down baby yeah. oh street and the rain no that's that's chicken baby no that's country grammar. that's country grammar yeah the my the one i was talking about is uh if you want to go and take a ride oh with that me, one oh the- my god yeah i mean the band-aid on the cheek <laughs> iconic yeah bring your own band-aid yeah <laughs> yeah byob um okay would you guys hang with maroon five i mean the whole band has the whole band. The whole band. Oh yeah, they're yeah. strong. Um, oh, no, you're toxic. You're toxic. <laughs> I'm slipping under. Okay, the whole band. I, yeah. I, hanging. I think Adam Levine would yeah. be like, "We'll get everyone like <laughs> fucked up, and then be like, let 'Let's go to my tattoo guy.'" And then we we'd all go get tattoos. Yeah. I do feel like Fun. if you're hanging with Maroon Five, it's gonna be a night focused on like bro time. Fun, yeah. Fun right? fact. Yeah. My first concert ever was Maroon Five. <laughs> Fun fact: I could have guessed that from a mile away. <laughs> 
It was at Tom's River Fest. I love that. Of course it was. At the height of this love. That was your love. first concert? Yeah. That's awesome. What was your first the concert? The love. Rolling Stones. Okay. That's oh. why I didn't say anything because I knew it would be a weird flex. No, no it's I saw Rolling flex. Stones in high school. Yeah. It wasn't my first. My first was the Monkeys. So what? try not to be jealous. Yeah. Caitlin, was your first concert? Meatloaf. Sorry oh! about it. That's the best Sorry. first concert. Yep. Yep. That's a great that one. That yeah. Did he have it all? Like, was it all there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This was like 94. So. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess technically my first concert was Sharon Lewis and Bram. But... <laughs> it's a little different, but no, it was, they can rock. Yeah. It was pretty good. They can rock. Okay, um, okay and the, last the last one. one. The concept of shutter shades. Would you hang out with the concept of shutter <laughs> shades? Stronger than yesterday. Wow. Those are the, the Kanye yeah, ones? Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck those. those. Fucking blinds to go glasses. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh my gosh wow wow i, I feel like i got to know you i feel like i really know you all i would now. not have been able to predict all of those no yeah. i'm i'm learning so much about everything today and i feel uh, like we're about to learn a lot more because caitlin you've yeah. got a thesis to drop yeah oh, okay. i have a thesis to drop and we had to talk about this person on this yeah. show called what it is the day on it was the topic coming. We got to talk about eminem oh mm-hmm. and my thesis is eminem is absolutely toxic but here's his appeal he knows his family's names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we derived our podcast name from Eminem's song, Stan. We stand together. Yep, we so are. we must respect him. Uh, yeah. Must give respect. Yeah. Um, we know that, you know, he's hugely problematic in so many yeah. ways. Songs yeah. about harming women. Mm-hmm. Songs about hating his mom. Mm-hmm. Rampant homophobia. So bad. Using the F word a lot yeah uh, not, not cool. cool we don't like it do not stand that here's a quick just i'm i'm curious to know how many members of eminem's family can you guys name uh marshall which is him yeah okay Haley, Haley. kim his ex-wife kim. Mm-hmm. um i'm sorry mama oh i was just listening to the mama song mm-hmm. does he do you know his mom's name i uh, i should you yeah, have heard i've listened to that song so many times uh mm-hmm. no I, well, I, I well, know those three. I remember Papa Doc from Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Doctor Dre. I Dr. will Dr. say that's, that's his mommy. Um, <laughs> I will say the thing to me when I thought about Eminem, I was like, I can name four of his family members off the top of my head, yeah. which is Haley, his daughter, Kim, his wife, Debbie, his mom, oh, Debbie, and Ronnie, right. his uncle. That's right. Who's oh. mentioned in several songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, a bad way. He passed away. Is oh, this, yeah. So it's like a very big turning point uh, in their lives is that uh, Ronnie passed away. Yeah. And to me, what's important to that, like a lot of men I know, like will struggle with what their aunt's name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like you ask them the last name of their cousin and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like the appeal of Eminem to me is like he's in it. He is mm-hmm. in his family doing it. Uh, so let's play track one. Okay. Okay. I would never diss my own mama just to get recognition. Take a second to listen for you think this record is dissing, but put yourself in my position. Just try to envision witnessing your mama popping prescription pills in the kitchen. Gin that someone's always going through a person missing, going through public housing systems, victim of Munchausen syndrome. Great. So, okay. first of all, it's it's toxic masculine to write a song like just exposing your mother but he knows a lot about his mom yeah yeah Yeah. that's the thing he's like so in it he knows so much about what she did like he was present in that family and he kind of reminds me and this is weird of tony soprano's appeal as well yeah who's like even though he's a murderer 
He cares about where Meadow's going to college. Yeah. Like he's detail oriented in a way that like a lot of men aren't. And I feel like that's the appeal. I also just want to give a shout out that he said Munchausen syndrome in a rap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just he's goat. What I can think, you do? I think yeah. he, the thing about him is he's such a storyteller. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's successful and so good is because he's not afraid to tell his story and like not that he's airing out his family's dirty laundry but like if he's problematic then everybody who we do like who who puts out tell all books about their family and stuff they're doing the same thing they're just not rapping about it i feel like essentially so i feel like if people are kind of like putting their parents on blast for treating them like shit like he grew up in like the slums of like eight mile and stuff true so i think true. like yeah and what i think about problematic isn't even that he's like telling his life story it's it is that he does use like male power to tell yeah. women's stories that but that's who's in his life yeah yeah, too. yeah. it's kind of complicated like there aren't really men in his life until it seems like he met other rappers yeah, yeah. like yeah. the mentors of yeah. the streets of yeah. detroit yeah it's crazy because like he says that i think it's the lack of male role model in his life because he didn't have a dad right it was mm-hmm. just him and his mom nope that's so detailed I, in this song so as well. i think mm-hmm. so i think what it, what it is is like yeah he's airing out his mom's like laundry and shit but look how good of a father he is right uh that's an interesting part of his real life story yeah. too that in addition to Haley he uh so I guess this life story is that Kim his mm-hmm. wife and her twin sister moved into their house when they were all like 15 years old mm-hmm. and Don Kim's twin sister has a daughter Kim has another daughter whose biological father is not Eminem and Eminem has raises all three of those girls he has custody and raises wow. all of them mm-hmm. wow. which is just interesting yeah um and then of course we have to talk about the song stan so let's hear it similar beat you still ain't called the road i hope you have a chance i ain't mad i just think it's up you don't answer fans if you didn't want to talk to me outside the concert you didn't have to but you could have signed an autograph for matthew that's my little brother man he's only six years old we waited in the blistering cold for you four hours and you just said no that's pretty man you like an idol he wants to be just like you man he likes you more than i do I ain't that mad though, I just don't like being lied to. Remember when we met in Denver? You said if I write you, you would write back. See, I'm just like you in a way. I never knew my father neither. He used to always cheat on my mom and beat her. What I found, I, I couldn't, it was really hard to pick a part of Stan awesome. I wanted to listen to, but I also just found it funny that Stan also has a nephew named Matthew. Like, he's mm-hmm. obsessed with yeah. name checking family yeah. members. Yeah. Like, he invented a whole nother. Extended family for Stan. Yeah. Uh, and we also know that Stan names his baby girl Bonnie. Like he gets in the yeah. weeds of these of his own family and even in this fake family that I he's remember created. That, he's I writing remember family th- fanfic. Yeah. While we were listening, to that, I, I vividly saw the music video in my head. Yeah. Completely. And it's interesting he uses Dido's song and Dido's voice to help yeah. tell this. Like mm-hmm. he's using a woman's song too to help him, but like in a you know, it's a beautiful song. It yeah. works. Um so I just feel like it's it's interesting. Like to me, he represents like absolutely all of the worst of things that we've been discussing and and things like that are very dark. But there is this thing for him to me where it's like there's some I hate to use the word feminine or like make it a binary of feminine versus masculine, but like he cares so much in such an yeah. honest way. And it's not a fear of intimacy. So it's not a fuckboy thing. Exactly. In fact, it's like, it's, inc- it's like way too much intimacy constantly. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, he's a little bit like Dylan McKay. A little bit. A little bit. A little too, like those feelings are right on top and he just, you know. Yeah. 
but Boi- Eminem they boil found over. Ra- but yeah. Eminem found rap. So <laughs> yes, yes, and he's very much not from privilege. Mm-hmm. Extremely not until now. Now he's a privilege. I think that's that speaks a lot of him because, like you know, he doesn't come from privilege, so he wasn't so much a fuckboy as he is an asshole because yeah, yeah he's an asshole. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. that's simple. Right. Um. So my question to you guys: How can we help Eminem? <laughs> I well, I I have this wish for Eminem yeah. that he'll evolve, but it's not happening. Like I want to well, see him step into the fact that he has so really. much power and he has such a legacy that he could become more of a business person instead right. of trying to release albums that are in the same vein of what yeah. he released twenty years ago. Yeah, he has. A, I think and speculation on my part. It seems like he has a substance abuse problem. I, I thought he was out of reason. I think he's yeah. worked well, but on I it. Mean, oh, that's like been still. A yeah, block. I think though. I think like. Do. Yeah, I think like. What do we mean by evolution? Because I do think like, I think he's someone who's t- over in the past several years has prioritized like his sobriety, and I think trying to manage that takes a lot of time for him and a lot of energy. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. like, and you're totally right. Like for him, like his fa- his daughters and like that's his yeah. priority like i think like i don't know yeah i think he's an interesting dude cuz i think like he like he still finds joy in in the work that he makes like to me i kind of think of uh when i think of him and i think of like adam sandler mm-hmm. <laughs> ha and like adam has so much fun still going out on stage and doing stand up right right? Yeah. Yeah. right and like he doesn't he does it because he there's joy in it for him still. Like That's when I so watched when I watched his stand up special that the most recent one on Netflix, oh, so good. It was great because he was like having like he did it because yep. he wanted to. He didn't have to do it. He didn't need to do it. He and it's like when I hear Eminem's latest album, it's like there's still like joy in it for yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's just kind of like not playing the hits, but it's yeah. one of those things where it's like it's worked for so long. Like he just kind of just goes back to what he knows, but like it's it's kind of evolved in a way. Like we talk about, like real Slim Shady. Yeah, think remember like that song was like so he was not you know he's not afraid to be silly. And yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So that's why I think like that's the real Eminem. I think is the silly fun person, mm-hmm. and I think he kind of has to put on a hard exterior because he'll get shit on for that if right. he just kind of like lets that out fully because it's like what happened to Eminem. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if he truly experimented, a lot of hip hop would shit on him. But you look at the lifespan of other like goat level musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the what the Beatles did in ten years. Right, yeah. Look at what other goat bands did, like uh, Fleetwood Mac. The amount of artistic journey that they went <laughs> right. on. Yeah. But now Eminem's releasing stuff that kind of sounds like what a lot of other rappers are making now, combined with his old style. Yeah. So my wish for him is first off that he would apologize to the LGBT community yes. for using the F the F word so much. I think that but his is half- But friends a- with Elton John? Yeah. Is he, is he friends with him? Yeah. I think yeah. they are. They are. Like, like he's a weird complex I dude. Yeah. about the story where it's like he was like, use, he was, like using all these I'm homophobic slurs and then he they performed Stan at like the Grammys yeah. together the and Grammys. they're like boys. Yeah. Well, you know what his excuse was was that it was a part of the streets of Detroit and that it was part of that culture and that he wasn't actually using it that way, quote unquote. Also, speaking of children of privilege, I mean, oh God, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean his children and how they're privileged. I just mean he's. I don't know that LGBT community would vote Elton John as yeah. speaking for them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I always stand by the fact that I think Eminem has the talent and the heart to evolve and has chosen actively not to. And I think he's lit like Godzilla. The rapping at the end of Godzilla, his recent track, is one of the best rap performances ever. It's mm-hmm. insanely fast. 
It combines the best lyrical dexterity that he has and also his technique into one. But I think that in terms of his heart and his message, he could he could grow. He could, you know, he, yeah. but he does. I think that stuff. would be awesome. Yeah. And he just performed at the Oscars, which was so strange. That was weird. There are. Um, so I just did a quick Google search to see if Elton and Eminem are still friends. Allegedly, Elton was a, uh, a big uh, force when he started to try to get clean. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Look at that. There's this quote that says, "Some uh, Eminem said, some days I would just lay in bed and take pills and cry. I needed pills in my body just to feel normal. So I would be sick. It was a vicious cycle. Uh, and he said, yeah, that Elton uh, is his AA sponsor. Wow. Wow. And he says, I'm Eminem's AA sponsor. Whenever I ring to check in on him, he always greets me the same way. Hello. How are you? Which yeah, and then he says, a, "Hello, Stan." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Hello, yeah, so I guess he's like his his sponsor. That's yeah. I'd never heard that before. According yeah. to this little article. everyone's got their cross to bear. So I wish the best for Eminem. Absolutely, and his substance we all issues. do, and all his daughters, all his daughters. Um, can we pull up that grand performance? Uh, Eminem yeah, and Elton. We'll watch it later. <laughs> yeah, no, but Eminem is a complicated one. We were it's talking. Complicated. We, he's complicated because I feel every time I listen to his album, I feel like I have to take a shower and apologize to a lot of people. But then I listen to it again. There you it's go. A, it, it, they're all gym songs. You're in a shower afterwards anyway. Listening yeah. to the gym. Yeah. Mm. I'm I constantly at the gym listening <laughs> to them. Oh, that's my thing. Oh, Lori. <laughs> well, <laughs> Lori, when'd you get here? Yeah. Uh, well, before we wrap things up and say goodbye, just la- in the last moments, are there any um, men <laughs> or uh, symbols of toxic masculinity we didn't mention today that you think need to be in the fuck boy or toxic masculinity hall of fame joe rogan okay joe rogan toxic uh, uh mine would be tim riggins from friday night lights <gasps> wonderful so toxic yeah. he's yeah. uh that guy he's fuck. wonderful wow whole chapter of the book all uh, right well yeah. if uh, people want to dm you to discuss these men where can they find you on social media at d widick d w i d i c k on twitter I'm at Ken McGraw on Twitter and at the Ken McGraw on Instagram. Yeah. And you know you can find us at We Stand Social. Yeah, we're on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. We're kind of on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, we're on Gmail. We're on <laughs> Gmail. We you stand know. social at Gmail. And don't forget to leave a five star review so you can hear your review in the We Stand Five Star Reviews segment. Yeah. And uh you know what? We've had so much fun. Guys, thanks for being incredibly toxic today. Thanks oh for having God, us. No be toxic. toxic. And, Pick it uh, up. All right. Have a very I'm stronger <laughs> than yesterday. <laughs> Dear Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! To get a sneak preview of Toxic Masculinity, the musical, stay listening after we shut up because mm-hmm. there's a hot track coming at you. Exclusive track just for you, Stan Stans. Catch on the flip side. I'm definitely going to text you later. I got your DM. Talk soon. Psh.
Fuck that. Hey, thanks for picking up the tab. I may not be rich now, but I just invested in crypto, bitch, which is like Bitcoin, but it's not. Sorry if I don't respond right away. I'll be vlogging in Pyongyang, and my cell service might be spotty. Oh, man. My phone is totally blowing I spend my days I guess you can say I have my fun I got 10 unread messages But I haven't replied to one I'm always a little drunk But you know I'm not a slob I gotta stay mad presentable And my barista job I'm a fuck boy A fuck boy No woman can hold me down I'm a fuck Fuck boy Gavin Dread Didn't see you there I've been standing here the whole time Well you know me I have no peripheral vision since my lacrosse accident May I? Please My longest relationship Was three months and change All my exes are crazy I promise you they're deranged Some say I'm a narcissist I say I'm just fun I hope they don't pass gun control Or put a ban on this man bun I'm a fuck boy A fuck boy My new fade up is the bomb I'm a fuck boy A fuck boy The only women we respect Are our moms Our 20s may be ending And our favorite movie Troy, and that's why I'm a fuckboy. Yo, 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 fuckboys aren't new, can't you see? Here's some famous fuckboys from history. You got Jay-Z, Diddy, and FDR. Tiger Woods holding Ron from the back of the car. Dr. Seuss, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Jude Law. Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, and Lion King Scar. He's got the whole cast of Greece, the whole cast of Cheers. Can't fuckboy more. Sipping all the beers. Thomas Jefferson, the fuckboy, busting through the door. Let's not forget the four, chilling up on Rushmore. Toke, toke. Boys on TV, that's where it's at We got statistic Bobby Flay and Spencer Brad boy. But make no mistake, where your money should be spent Best two fuckboys in the world are Gavin and Trent We're fuckboys, we're fuckboys Can't remember when I last cried We're fuckboys, we're fuckboys Secretly dead inside When we're both looking to bone Know that we're not coy, and that's why, and that's why. You got a new match on Tinder. Oh shit! We're fuckboys.